0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Uh, Welcome to Phase Zero. Today's show is a big one, actually. We got a lot to talk about. Of course, we're going to talk about the Avengers 5 plans, the the new direction of the MCU post-Jonathan Major's departure we have a bonus episode out, which was like our first breaking news episode. Maybe that was our first one. I don't think we've done anything like that before, but it was big news. So Jenna and I hopped on and broke down the facts. We'll run through them again on this episode, just in case you didn't watch that. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about on the Avengers 5 front. 2024's slate has officially been revealed from Disney. They send out a little email with all the titles in it. And we got that. So we'll talk about everything we can expect in 2024. And then we got some news from Guardians of the Galaxy comments from James Gunn agatha darkhold diaries and the mcu's president wants to get reelected. we'll see about that uh, so yeah but first first i want to i want to give jenna an opportunity to talk about something very exciting because the golden issue awards are something that the comicbook.com editorial staff especially jenna have worked very very hard on and poured their heart and soul into and the winners have been revealed and many of them are marvelous jenna, yes would you they are. You, let's please share more
2: yeah, so we, we're publishing the winners all this week, and each winner gets an article written by somebody on staff. Um, I, there are some very beautiful pieces that have come out of it, so I highly recommend going and reading those. Um, but just in terms of the Marvel winners that have already been announced, uh, best comic book movie is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Best animated movie is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Best male character is Rocket Raccoon. Best villain is High Evolutionary for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, best scene stealer is Spider-Punk. Best post-credit scene is the Marvels. Best comic book TV show is Loki. Best male character is Loki. And best TV scene stealer is Obi from Loki. So a lot of Marvel sweep this year. I also have to shout out that uh, James Gunn shared our Guardians winners on his Instagram, which was a very, very cool thing. And I'm very appreciative of that.
1: I'm pretty sure everything I voted for won. And I'm very happy about that. (laughs)
2: I, I didn't. A lot of things I voted for did not win, but I will
3: not disclose uh, what they are. <laughs> um, but uh,
2: obviously I voted for the Marvels for best post credit. And shout out to Jennifer for letting me write that article because I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I was like, Jamie has to write about the Marvels like this is a no brainer here.
1: I know there's a bit of debate online this year among fans, probably among our staff as well, about Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3 versus Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which one should have won. Guardians was my pick. I love Spider Verse. Love Spider. I have not seen a movie that creative, possibly ever. Maybe, maybe since like Everything Everywhere uh, or so. I don't know. That movie is incredibly creative and I was in disbelief watching it, but it's a part one. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a whole movie and it's fantastic start to finish. And I said it, it gets my vote.
4: It is the best comic book movie of the year.
3: I voted Spider Verse just so to put it on record. Just want to let that.
4: <laughs> type of time we own, type of time we own. Sometimes <laughs> they're wrong, sometimes they're wrong. Um, I almost just uh, had a comment that would have
1: really brought out Jamie's competitive side, but I'm oh just going to... No.
2: Oh, boy. Uh, oh no. it's, it's, oh no, boy. She's,
1: she's in a vibey, nice place. I'm not going to say yeah. that. Uh, shout
3: out to Eric for uh, liking my mother's back, back area. This is my mom's house. So.
1: <laughs> People listening... Wow, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. That really
3: uh
1: all right now avengers 5 avengers 5 so now this is of course what we have to talk about this is the big news of the week also if you're watching on we're live streaming on the comicbook.com twitter account for the first time if you're watching there welcome to the program uh but all right let's talk about avengers 5 jonathan majors is out he was found guilty of two misdemeanor charges marvel basically had it in the drafts and press send it was so fast. They said, we're not working with Jonathan Majors anymore. Uh, and the reports from THR said that the next Avengers movie is still happening, but it noted they're calling it Avengers 5 internally. They're not, which obviously seems to imply it might not be Avengers of the Kang Dynasty after this, because internally they're calling it Avengers 5 now. So this leaves a bunch of options and a lot of room for speculation. Are they going to recast Jonathan Majors and have a new Kang? Are they going to find a new villain? Are they gonna just scrap the multiverse of it all together? I don't think so. I think they are gonna pivot to a new villain. But what do you guys think?
3: Um, well, I- Jamie, go ahead. Well, I want to say first like I uh, people are surprised that this announcement happened so quick I, I I'm not at all. I said this I was like this is they're they're planning for their own multiverse split. they clearly had two paths ready and and dropped it as soon as the as soon as the news came out. that didn't surprise me at all. um I really think they should just move on from Kang i I do I think that I think at this point recasting it I, I think it's just kind of messy and I think that Loki Close that chapter, just fine. I don't think there's anything wrong. with It'd be different if it's like if if we had if we were like some kind of cliffhanger or, or waiting to see to see more in a way that I think that they can just go on. But the fact that they changed the the title really makes me think that that's what's happening. Uh, But maybe
2: they don't. They're not sure yet. Jenna, go ahead. No, I w- <laughs> I was letting Aaron go since I talked about this already on Monday.
4: Oh, okay. Well, I I, I think that a lot of. The fans wishing for that is just that switchful thinking. These things are so far ahead in production that it's silly. um me and Jenna's favorite goofy MCU side plot is stuff getting revealed via merch. I guarantee you there are already Avengers five things with Jonathan Major's face somewhere in Indonesia somewhere in some warehouse that are all getting donated somewhere where we'll see them later and be like how utah jazz nineteen ninety eight NBA champion what?" <laughs> Like, that's what's going to happen. So, they're probably going to recast it. A lot of this stuff's already been written. This movie's supposed to start shooting in March of next year, which is tomorrow, because what the rest of the year? It's already over. Um, so, I, I know everybody wants like Doctor Doom or Magneto or whatever, um, but there's just not enough time. Mm, sorry. See, I
3: disagree.
2: I think there is more than enough time, and I—I I was banging this drum on the show multiple times for the past month now. I feel like, but you don't get rid of your director and get rid of your writer if you're not going to completely pivot. And I—I I, I said this on Monday, but I feel like they were kind of having Michael Waldron on two tracks of like, here is the version with Kang, and here is the version without Kang, and it's like, I. I I would not put the the duty of being recast in this role on any person. I feel so bad for John Boyega after how Twitter has just been gravitating towards him being Kang, not actually taking into, into account whether or not he wants to do it. But I I would just move on. I think Doom is a viable option and I'm always going to bang the the drum of just doing something completely unexpected, do something like The Squadron Supreme or Time Runs Out. Let the multiverse saga, saga be a thing without needing to have Kang there.
4: I just want to ask if that's the case, you're putting so much pressure on whoever writes Fantastic Four. Because all, all the stuff we've heard said that that Dr. Doom's not the villain and that he might not even be in the movie. Like You'd have to completely change the script of that movie now and do him right, which has barely been done. If at all, I might be being nice to the first one. Um, I, I Why put all that pressure on the rest of this stuff when you don't
1: have to? Why? I think every one of these movies should be feeling that pressure right now. Yeah, I think everything should be feeling the pressure of we need to make a banger here because the if you just it's the Walking Dead season eight right now in the in every comment section for Marvel. People are saying and dot is good it's not whatever. I think they need to make bangers after bangers after bangers like a Sheamus match in, <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. They need to keep the quality of they need to make every character as interesting as possible right now. There's more pressure than ever on them to make these things good, whether it's to set up the next Avengers movie or to just be one movie on its own.
4: This sounds like the people who believe that NBA players don't shoot free throws to practice or that people go up to the plate intentionally to miss a fastball. Like, you know what I mean? They're obviously trying to make oh, the absolutely every time out. But they're,
1: but they're learning why they didn't, I think, and that's part of slowing down because I know the, the claim was that no executives on set was why the Marvels wasn't good, but I do believe Kevin Feige as an individual has not been able to have his hands in everything a little bit, at least a little bit, the way he did in the Infinity Saga, and we're experiencing that. I do think that the step back they're taking, the reevaluation that we already saw coming in 2024 with Deadpool 3 being the only movie, is a sign that they're looking at this, they're saying, we had two movies drastically underperform in 2023. Viewership on Disney Plus shows is down by comparison to 2021. What do we do to get the audience back? I have no doubt that the money is speaking. And they are saying we got to figure this out. Whether the movies get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes or, or Rebel Moon, I think that they have to figure it out and know that the dollar is what speaks in the end. And there's no at the end of the day, this is just this is a business. With
4: when it's good, business is good. If your team wins, you sell more jerseys. But also, I would say, okay, then when does Secret Wars come out? Because it come out in 2028, 29. Because that's what you'd have to do. Like yeah, you have to, yeah, and let's see. Bob Iger's out here in an interview saying we need an Avengers movie. It what doesn't. They, they
1: don't match. Okay, so let me, here, here was my, here was my, what I was going to say about this whole thing. My suggestion, if I was masterminding the MCU, which this might not be a very good plan, that's why I don't mastermind the <laughs> MCU, but I, I think Dr. Doom would be a fantastic villain, which would instantly get people excited, but that's cheap heat. That's something that might not last forever, and you don't want to use Dr. Doom as cheap heat. You want Dr. Doom as your next big bad, I think. Dr. Doom is a marketable character who people will be invested in and can be fantastic, can rival Thanos, can be better than Thanos, can be a huge player in the MCU going forward. So if you use Doom as the character he was in Secret Wars, well, then you've set the bar so high for Doom as a villain that you can't just come back and lower the bar and use him again as a, as a lower tier villain. So that's my kind of fear on if they use Doom for Secret Wars right out of the gate so quickly and throw him into Fantastic Four and then throw him into Secret Wars. What I like to see as a comic book fan, absolutely. I'm like, how else could they possibly do this? Then I think of it as a business, and I'm like, man, how are they going to do the next 10 years if they don't have Doom as a major player? Maybe they don't plan that. Maybe they're relying on the X-Men for the future.
2: I will say comic secret wars has plenty of precedent for doom winning in the context of secret wars. And then where does he go next? Like that pushes him into a very interesting motivation. And so I think seeing a version of that on screen could be really, really cool. We never saw that with Thanos. Thanos won and then went to his little hut on in, in the space planet and then died. And so like having a villain go through something as big as secret wars and then still exist in the franchise, I think has really interesting potential. I would like to see that. I think that sounds really cool, different.
1: Yeah, that does sound like a great idea. You're, that's a really fantastic idea. That's I don't
4: trust the audience to wait no until <laughs> 2028 to wait for no secret wars. I'm sorry. Like, I, what, what, of, what, what of the last yeah. four years has made you believe that people are going to really wait? So, I will make yeah. I will
2: make two arguments though with that and then I'll let BD go. We we've been saying on the show almost since Secret Wars was announced that it almost feels like it's too quickly to get to Secret Wars. I would not mind having another year of other movies that could set up Secret Wars and could really segue into it in a really good way. Also, Eric said this in the comments and I've literally had a post-it note on my desk that has said this for like the better part of a year. If you did if you put out Secret Wars in 2028, you get to do the 20th anniversary of the MCU. And I think that is a really really cool opportunity. We didn't necessarily get there from the best circumstances, but I think they could do that and make it like a cultural moment.
1: They definitely could. And, di- and you know, Disney loves an anniversary. Anybody who's ever walked into Disney World, they have the 11th anniversary of It's a Small World having <laughs> this particular song, here's a t-shirt, you know, like whatever. Uh, but I, I do think they need an Avengers movie. I am one of the people who fully believes not having an Avengers movie to end phase four was the biggest mistake they made in the multiverse saga so far. I, I I cannot I think that anything that shows these characters coexist and are building relationships together on that level will go a huge way to reaffirm audience beliefs. Now I know we've seen Yelena go from Black Widow into Hawkeye and, and Kate Bishop now went from Hawkeye into a credit scene of the Marvels or, or a pre-credit scene, you know. And I, we've seen a couple of interactions, Wanda went from WandaVision to Doctor Strange, but there isn't something tying them all together miss marvel went from her tv show to the movie you know phase one phase two you had you just knew these characters were were, were building towards something together and right now it's like okay we know kang nice is coming but also how we know secret wars is coming how we're, we're we're a third of the way there these characters don't really seem to be cohesive yet maybe i'm impatient it's so only been a couple of years. I know, I know, I know. I hear it all the time every time I bring up this criticism. But I think an Avengers movie, whether it's something like Age of Ultron, where you just introduce a villain for the sake of putting them together, but of course, have a good story, have a meaningful story. Don't just throw a shitty movie together to have these characters interact. Come up with something good, but sh- I, I think fast track a story that puts them together. And if you're replacing Kang Dynasty, make it that. Maybe just call it the new Avengers, you know, anything like that. But I think they need an Avengers movie before Secret Wars, and if Kang Dynasty's changed, you can even have two before Secret Wars. But I do, yeah. I I just think they need one. I think I de- I think they desperately need one, and that it was a huge mistake not to have one.
3: I agree.
1: Who be We've talked about this.
3: We talked about this before. It, it feels like they're focused more on working towards Secret Wars anyway. Like we like the amount that we've talked about Secret Wars when Kang Dynasty was happening, it's like it's like we kept forgetting that movie was even coming because it just it just didn't there was no excitement to lead up to it except for that one moment in Quantum Mania. That was it.
4: Yeah, I mean, and also, what was Kang's? What is Kang's motivation? They were saving it for Kang Dynasty. Remember, yeah. <laughs> What's my What's my boy's name? The dude who wrote it. What's his name? Lovness. He said he wanted to put his origin in the movie, and they said no. That's a mistake, too.
2: I like we argued this on Monday and I've argued this on previous episodes that the, there is a huge percentage of the MCU watching audience that does not subscribe to Disney Plus. So they are not aware of he who remains in Victor Timely on Loki. They also did not see Quantumania if the box office is any indication. So uh, even though we are so like in it and we are so aware that Kang the Conqueror was going to be this thing, if you pivoted to anything else tomorrow, I guarantee you the majority of the general public would not even notice.
4: That's cool. But you tried to do Fantastic Four a gajillion times already, and it has not been great. Like, I I know Dr. Doom looks cool. I love MF Doom. Like, what in the world? Like, it's super iconic looking. And maybe that'll just do it. Because, I mean, we all show up to see Superman and Batman and everything they're in, too, because they're iconic characters. But got to really do it right. I don't I don't see just going to here's the really iconic character just to build audience excitement and then you don't drop fire. That doesn't solve anything, you know? Andre 3000 has a new album out. It's fluke. Like, <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs> I also, I want to bring up, Dan in the comments, bring up Captain America Civil War and how, like, that was kind of an Avengers movie anyway, even though it was a cat movie. And that wouldn't work for Cat 4 because they've already made most of it. But yeah. but the idea of giving, you know, whether it makes it, Shang Chi too, but he does get to meet a lot of Avengers. So it's not maybe give us a movie that feels Avengersy, but doesn't have Avengers in the title. I think could be something that would work.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, anything like like an event that makes it feel like it's pulling the majority of the new characters together and the existing characters. Whether it's a civil war like event or an Avengers movie, I think an Avengers movie would go further because it would be emphatic that something is forming but a civil war would just, I think it would serve the same purpose. I agree. I agree. That's a good point. Um, Poor
3: Jim in the comments just wants Ultron back so bad. And you know, I'm a Jimmy Spades girl all day. I, that's my, one of my favorite Marvel villains ever, but I, I think Jim, I think you gotta let that go, buddy.
1: <laughs> I think that one's laid to rest. He's not even, James <laughs> Peter's not even voicing Ultron. It's Ross Marquand. Shout out to my buddy Ross Marquand, who's voicing Ultron on a uh, what if Infinity Ultron. I got Infinity Ultron up there on the shelf. But uh, I don't think James Spader's coming back, Jim. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, people are asking. I saw Eric asking for fa- fan cast ideas for Kang. I Honestly, I do think John Boyega would be great, but I've already seen that he seems to not be interested in that. Uh <laughs>
3: I, Jumbo Ega does not want to return to Disney. I'm sorry. Yeah, like no, that there, so like like he did not get treated well enough in Star Wars for that. And also I just think Jumbo Ega is so talented, so great. And I'm not saying that that that, that doesn't belong here in this in this replacement, but I don't know. Getting replacing somebody in this position is Tough, And I think that if that's going to happen, somebody like maybe somebody new, or I don't think getting a big name like that, I think it might be weird. The only time I feel like anyone's ever been excited for a replacement is Harrison Ford. And it's always worked. It's like, you know, Chiel ended up being great. It, It often works, but this is a different situation than those well,
1: situations. I find it interesting because I kind of feel the opposite of what you just said. I think the only way to get favor back is to cast somebody who is a big name that, that you're very confident in when their music hits and they walk out, the crowd's going to go crazy. Not just like, all right, here's somebody new who's taken over. And then everybody's like, Oh, well, I, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, somebody I guess just suggested that's true. Coleman Domingo, Coleman Domingo. I love Coleman as a human being, as a performer. Honestly, Coleman would Coleman would kill it as Kang. That would be insane. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Coleman Domingo, but he is one of the most talented and under-talked-about actors I've ever seen in my life. Coleman is just quietly putting on incredible performances everywhere, and I'm a huge fan of his, and he's a fantastic human being too. That would be interesting. Coleman would be crazy. That would be crazy. Uh,
2: right. I, I I will say that and then we can move on like the whole argument you were making of like casting a big actor to get people back you could do that by pivoting to a different villain if they cast like Mads Mikkelsen or somebody else like some some person that everybody knows as Doom or another villain that would definitely help immediately pivot
1: wasn't Mads Mikkelsen uh, already in the MCU
2: yes but nobody likes to acknowledge that so and Jan, he, like he has been in twice. every Doom fan cast almost like since Doctor Strange came out so I don't think anyone would mind at all
1: I think we will get the answer to this pretty pretty early next year of what they're doing because they have to. But it also this. I just want to add one more thing to this conversation. This seems like something they already knew they were going to do. When Destin Daniel Cretton left Kang Dynasty, it felt like they already made the change, but they waited for the verdict to come out to make it like official, I guess. But it feels like something they kind of looked at all the evidence and all the factors and whatever else they used to make their decision over there at Marvel Studios and they decided a while ago. I don't think Destin Daniel Cretton leaves Avengers the Kang Dynasty un- unless this was already happening. So I do think the Avengers 5 pivot into new title Avengers movie not Avengers the Kang Dynasty was already in motion. But then again, nothing's official. They might recast Kang. We don't know yet. But only time will tell. Uh it's interesting. They definitely
3: Real quick, I because I, I feel like we've said so many things. Can we just real quick go around and just say if you want a recast or a new villain? Just everybody, because I'm not sure what we've all landed on personally. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, I want a new villain.
1: New I'm villain. I'm cool with a new villain. I think Kang was is a better character than he has been served so far in the MCU. And I think it's a huge shame to waste a character like that. But at this point, I think it'll just be more drama and controversy surrounding it than actual quality content. So I'm kind of on the new
4: villain train. See, y'all ended for Vintage Secret Wars in uh, 2035. I'm going to be dead by then, so. <laughs> Wait, so which one do you want? Who do you want? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a recast, but whatever. Like, I, we're gonna, it's going to be 2035. I'll be gone by then. Arizona, I'll be alive. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm going to be dead by then. I'm sorry. Time. It is whatever.
1: <laughs> the Quantumania credit scene turned me off to Kang. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a little too cartoonish and over the top for me. I like a little bit more realism and groundedness. I thought those characters were not appealing to me. So I was already like, oof, that Kang performance was great. But the rest of these look a little over the top for me. And then we got Victor Timely, who I enjoyed quite a bit because I enjoyed Loki as well. Season two is a masterpiece. So who knows? Maybe Immortus would have been cool. But the whole like the exiled one wasn't going to work for me in a whole movie, I don't think. (laughs) uh sorry right. well that's that's where we stand comment sections weighing in as well it's pretty split some people say recast some people say new villain uh ultimately we ain't making these decisions we're just here to enjoy these movies and hope they're good and i think marvel is kind of definitely looking at it and saying all right we're figuring it out so we'll see uh you know into the next year what's going on but speaking of next year when we come back from this break the 2024 slate has been fully and officially revealed not just speculation Disney said so themselves So we're going to talk about the 2024 slate, what's coming and when it's coming officially in just a moment. See you there.
4: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
3: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at
4: mintmobile.com.
1: Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 3, Episode 51. We only got one regularly scheduled episode. Left this year, so I guess this is a good opportunity To tell you, we'll be back next Wednesday So subscribe to the channel with our regularly scheduled Phase Zero, we will also have Bonus episodes After bonus episodes, we got a lot of Phase Zero Episodes left this year because We're going to do What If episodes Three at a time, so starting December 22nd, What If Season 2 releases And we will have Three, episodes One through three recapped on the day The third episode releases, episodes four through Six recapped on the day episode six releases and episode seven through nine recapped on the day episode nine releases which will also probably just be a review of the entire season two of what if and that i believe is going to be new year's eve is the day that releases this friday we're going to take a look back at our anticipation rankings from earlier this year and see how they stacked up to what we got what how we enjoyed the things we ranked highly the things we ranked lowly and what ended up surprising us the most and i think we're going to also have a little Right before New Year's episode, i uh, like just to look back at the year. Let's, let's go down memory lane and see what happened with, uh, in and around the MCU in 2023. But now let's talk about 2024. The official release dates for everything uh, or things that are coming next year have been revealed by Disney in an email. And I'm looking at it right now. And this is what's official. This is the official calendar. Speaking of our anticipation rankings, a lot of that stuff didn't happen this year. So now we have our official things we can anticipate next year. Echo. It's January 10th, right? Mm -hmm. All five episodes of Echo, January 10th. Deadpool 3, only in theaters, July 26th, 2024. And Agatha Darkhold Diaries, fall 2024. It's officially official, Halloween season. We're getting Agatha Darkhold Diaries. Also, I believe that might be the first time they confirmed that title. Undated projects from Marvel in 2024. Eyes of Wakanda, the animated series which was announced at the What If event. X-Men 97, I believe that's going to be a late spring, early summer release. That's just me. Uh, But that's not not what Disney said. And Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man also dropping And that is what was Spider-Man freshman year is now. Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man and that uh is dropping next year as well. So three animated shows, two live action shows, and one movie in twenty twenty four. Feels good, man. I'm here for it.
2: I will I will just say, I'm not believing the Agatha title until I see a title card in an actual episode. Like, I I tweeted that about Avengers 5, and it's still true with it. I'm just going to call the show Agatha until yeah. we actually start watching the episodes, because I feel like every single subtitle has an equal chance of being the real title. And I didn't get to be on the What If episode where y'all talked about Eyes of Wakanda, but I think that concept is amazing, and I think that's really cool, and I'm very curious to see how Wakanda translates into animation. So I'm very excited that that's on yeah. the docket for next year.
1: Just wait till y'all see that animation. The eyes of Wakanda animation looks so cool. X Men '97 looks great. Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. I'm still confused about. But. Do you
3: think they changed the title because they realized he wasn't Spider Man freshman year? Like
1: it's Spider <laughs> Man lives in his own timeline rules as we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Eight Fair. years later.
3: Fair. Eight years later.
1: So. Pretty pretty standard uh I mean nothing not standard, but also I stand corrected. Echo was moved up a day to January 9th. Okay. Which means our Echo bonus episode will be on January 10th here on phase zero. So you will start the new year off with Echo, 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 and us. I'm sorry. I'm so listen. I don't know why they let me do this show. I just <laughs> I make bad jokes. Just <laughs> such dad we jokes. We love
3: man. it. Yes. Dad
1: jokes and all I got is a dog. All right. All right, anything else about the 2024 dates that we want to talk about?
3: Agatha, Agatha,
1: no. <laughs> we do have an Agatha story uh, that we're saving for the news section of the show. So there is a bit more Agatha to be talked about on today's episode of Phase Zero. we uh, We're we're gonna, that That's our 2024 section. It went on way quicker than I thought I was going to. But we're taking one more quick break and we got a lot of news to fly through here. And I mean, this is gonna be a fast paced final third of the show here. So one more one minute break and we come back. We're gonna run through so much MCU news. Some of it's really big, some of it's surprising, some of it kinda of, kinda of just fun stuff. See you in a moment.
4: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Phase Zero Season 3 Episode 51 Under the MCU News portion of the show. We got a lot of news to talk about. We're going to do it as quickly as we can because we got to run through this. Captain America Brave New World has got a new writer. Moon Knight's Matthew and Additional photography will begin next year. There's a quite a bit changing about that movie is my understanding. Uh, they really they want to get that one right. It's an important movie to them. And uh, they got to really they want to they want to land. Sam Wilson as Captain America really emphatically. So. Anything else about that one we want to talk about?
2: I it, it's interesting knowing like having to hire a new writer definitely indicates to me like you are reshooting a lot, like you're retooling a lot. And I know there are certain elements of this film that some people want definitely retooled. So I'm very curious to see what that additional photography looks like and like how much it actually is.
3: Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I can't help but think of Harrison Ford just being like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> we're back." <laughs> oh, I, Harrison Ford, the MC will never not be a delight to me so it's just what a choice
1: still kind of crazy that happens yeah all right let's talk about life after secret invasion
3: Oh, gosh. So my boy, cellist extraordinaire Dermot Moroney wants to play President Ritson again, return after Secret Invasion. He talked to our own Chris Killian. He said, I was thrilled to be included in that. They caught me in scenes with Samuel Jackson, like a dream, a lifetime dream and reunited with Don Cheeto. Incredible to be there. I hope they bring President Ritson back. My feeling is this, that his story isn't over because he kind of said, hey, we're going to seek you out and destroy you. So I'd love to see that. Um, I I I love that he wants to come back. I you guys know I love him so much. i would such a soft, soft spot for him. Um, do, I feel like we kind of think Harrison Ford's gonna end up as president, but we don't know for sure. But we're all like pretty sure. And didn't Samuel Jackson literally calls him a one term president? Yeah, in Secret Invasion. But I would love to see him like, uh, you know, on the news trying to be president still, <laughs> even though he's not. You know, you know, when sometimes people do that. So like, uh, I would love to see him again. <laughs>
2: I would be down for that in that context. I think that would be that would be really fun.
1: The end of secret invasion is just bad, yeah, so I don't care and not nothing against <laughs> i I get get your bag bro. I, I would want to come back too, but they they did everybody dirty at the end of that show, so if we never went back to that, it would be annoying because at the same way that you know eternals re- revis ending doesn't get revisited, but uh I don't know the whole, the whole thing is, just seems messy. I, I wish Secret Invasion had been as good as its, its first two episodes throughout.
2: Aaron, how do you feel about it?
4: Uh, I wrote it up and I <laughs> hope he gets to come back because I feel like that would just be fun. But also, I, I feel like this is one of those things where he's not actually lying to us. I don't know if he knows he's supposed to you get know. it or not yeah, or whatever, yeah. which I'm like, <laughs> that is worrisome, yeah. for some, to tell the truth. Maybe some of these reshoots will put Dermot in there for like two seconds or whatever. little presidential debate?
1: That. Oh,
2: that would be fun. Between, the, between those two actors, that would be a delight, honestly. Yes.
1: That would be funny. That would be funny. Alright, another movie's getting started soon, huh?
2: Yeah, so uh, Wyatt Russell spoke to CHR about Thunderbolts and he said, there's so much to play with John. There's so much more to do with John. I'm so lucky to get to work with the kind of talent that I'm going to work with when Thunderbolts starts up in March or April. It just feels like we're going for something that has depth and something interesting to theorize about beyond just flying around and doing superhero stuff. I know we spoke on the show a couple weeks ago about him being like, this isn't your typical MCU movie and how much how often people say that. But my takeaway and everyone's takeaway is filming starts in March or April. So that's good.
1: I could. I thought a million times they started filming this already.
2: <laughs> you like Mandela affected it? Like set yeah. photos in your head that didn't really I, exist. I swore this is one of
1: those that paused because of the strikes. I don't know. I thought it seems like filming.
2: pre-production paused because of the strikes. Like we never saw uh, anything proving that this movie had started filming. So
1: I still want to so, know what the bomb they're dropping is that David Arbor referred to.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm just. I'm so excited for this movie. Um, like it's one of my most anticipated, but I'm also like I feel like I was burned by Secret Invasion, and and now I have to like temper a little. Like Agatha, I'm not worried about. I'm like, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm, like great, not worried. They're gonna they're gonna delight me. The Thunderbolts, I want it to be so good, and I, I I just now I'm like nervous about it, but I also I have the cast is so good. Um, I really hope it delivers what it promises.
4: Number one, cannot wait for Wyatt Russ to get punched in the face by Steven Yu. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great good job steve i hope he's been in the gym so he can land it right flush right here <laughs> um, and second of all if i was in charge of this whole thing this movie would be getting called avengers colon something else so fast so fast
2: dark Still- avengers is right there like yeah. just to use comic precedent
4: literally that's what that's what i'm i don't want to give away what we can sell but that might make it on to my ass for next year like <laughs> you need to go ahead and make it feel like an event and it's obvious you haven't started shooting it yet fit a bunch of stuff into here guys let's go let's go
1: i i, I totally agree with that I, I if thunderbolts is incredible of a film then calling it thunderbolts works for the long run absolutely because then you have like your closest thing to an avengers thing where you can do a different team up movie with characters who aren't quite you know the avengers but they're these sprawling stories from different movies and different shows all coming together and in this case it says thunderbolts dark avengers is just right there and it seems like something that could really restore a lot of faith to it that's a great call i i'm just happy that finally there is something that's going to Tie a bunch of people together from different projects. That's really exciting. It's got a great cast and great characters. I, I this is one I'm actually very very excited for. It's it's in 2025. Is this my most anticipated film in 25? What is 25 slate? You got Cap Four. What else you got? Thunderbolts. Is, I is, even is remember can, the other two? Is Fantastic Force supposed
4: Happened 25.
2: I, I, I thought that got moved really to 26. I don't know though.
4: Okay. I'm I'm sitting there trying to think. What are um, the
2: other 2025? Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna look Iron. this up if you don't.
4: Daredevil oh, Daredevil Born Again. Yeah and Ironheart. Ironheart. I like, yeah. And I
3: can't believe Iron Heart's not like, coming out next year. I know. It's annoying. like uh, it's so annoying. Great. that blows my mind. It was like dumb Blade.
4: Yes. Oh Blade's 2025. Okay. <laughs> if it's a real movie. There you go. Fantastic Four, according
1: to Wikipedia, is still scheduled for May 2nd, 2025. There you huh. go. No way. I'm All sorry. Right. That's
3: not happening. Um, <laughs> clip it, now put we... money down. It's not happening.
1: No, there's no way. No. They haven't even cast them for yet. No. And they're saying they're
4: going to be in theaters in 17 months. That's supposed to start shooting early next year, too. It's supposed yeah. to. That,
2: like Superman to Legacy, by comparison, is like seemingly mostly cast at this point, And that comes out after that date. So that's wild. That, that Fantastic Four is going to have to get delayed.
1: Superman Legacy is going to be so good. Yes. Uh, Talk to Peter Satin. Jen, we got to talk.
2: (laughs)
3: Yes,
1: please. Talk (laughs) off air.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) All right, y'all. Okay, so Thunderbolts. What else we got? What else we got?
4: Well, Thor news. Yeah, we got some Thor 5 looking for a new director, according to rumors. And Gareth Edwards came up. He got asked about it on the Bro Bro Bible podcast. He joked around and said, he, like his girlfriend showed him the news on her phone, and he's like, "I didn't want you to figure out this way," <laughs> and that makes me like, "Oh, so you you're very very funny, sir." Also, go watch the creator; it's good. Um, but he does it. He's like, "I haven't had any conversations. Like, I'm focused on my own stuff. But I'm friends with a lot of people in Marvel. I respect what they do. Yada yada." Like, uh, and of course, I think this week too we had uh, Natalie Portman be like, "Yo, I'll come back and be Thor." My kids, they love when I'm Thor. So, like, being a superhero is cool. Who do you guys, do anybody want any asks for directing for Thor 5?
3: I, I I, would, if Gareth Edwards directs it, I would love that. I just don't mm. want him near the writing. Uh, because <laughs> I, I wrote one... I mean, Rogue One is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie deeply. The creator was visually stunning, but I think I didn't like the story. I think I'm like, oh, great. Uh, A tired, uh, worn down guy has to look after his very special child. Never seen that before. I just, to me, I don't think he's that strong of a writer, but he's an amazing director. So I would love to see him do that as just keep the pen away from him is my feelings about it.
1: Did he not write that with the same guy who wrote Rogue One? He
3: Chris he White. he he is not credited for writing any of Rogue One, and he is credited for writing part of the creator. So I that's... I, that's oh. he, Chris,
1: White, Chris, Chris White's, White's worked on wrote, both. Chris yes. White's worked with him on the script. Uh, wrote Rogue One, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if Gareth had the script. I guess he might not have written Rogue One, but then he co-wrote the creator. I love the story of the creator. And I think, Gareth, I, 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 I hear where you're coming from. I don't know. I love gareth edwards movies uh godzilla rogue one the creator all fantastic i think this would be the biggest w thor could have i i am fully on board this train i think gareth edwards i don't know where the rumor came from his answer was kind of safe enough where it's like maybe he is talking to them and just didn't say anything but he's also a pretty straight shooter in his interviews he's pretty honest and just kind of isn't a person who minces his words he doesn't really like he's not a he's not mean he's not rude any by any means i know some when you say something like that you picture somebody being a dick i just think gareth edwards is not one of the people who when you interview them or you watch their interviews you see him being like the wheels start turning how do i dance around this how do i just play the you know the, the 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 politics of hollywood in this answer he just seems like a guy who says what's on his mind and he's very authentic so i i believe that what he said i take him at his word that He might not be there in conversations or or they're so early on that it's like, well, he doesn't know. He just doesn't want to lose the option to do sci-fi movies. And I don't want him to lose that either. I think he's tremendous, but I think he'd make a hell of a Thor movie.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's funny in the comments how quickly these things have changed. I remember having Thor opinions on this site pre-Love of Thunder and people (laughs) being like, you're crazy. It's the best one of these blah, blah, blah. blah. And now it was like, I'm good on ever seeing Thor again. (laughs) Which is wild in the course of We were all a year so naive.
2: We were all very naive.
1: <laughs> Just make Thor less of a doofus. And I think Gareth Edwards will do that. Like, I'm not saying make Thor very smart. He's not inherently the most intelligent <laughs> character anyway, but he's not as silly as he's been. You could justify that as well, he spent a few years on Earth with Tony Stark and all of a sudden he's stupid. Tony Stark is incredibly smart. Thor could be funny I, and could be. I don't
3: think Thor has been stupid. I, I would not go as far as to say that in four four and three and four that he's stupid. he's just a little silly
1: he's he's very silly, <laughs> he's very silly,
3: yeah, he's a silly boy,
1: especially but I don't
3: <laughs> yeah uh, I, I also like I don't really need a four or five anytime soon though,
1: like yeah. but you're gonna get so a many... Wallstein
3: I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: See yeah, I am it
3: back. I take it back. Uh as as long as it has just as much Hercules as it has Thor. I'm <laughs> gonna... <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs>
1: oh my gosh. We 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 know Jamie's. We we, we I love that we know Jamie so well.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, out. I, I keep everything close
1: to the chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep Brett Goldstein close to the chest. We all <laughs> <laughs> move over, Tony <laughs> Hercules. Hercules. All right, um, what else we got here? Oh, and Agatha bit, Agatha. yeah. Oh, Let's go.
3: yeah, so. This is a potentially spoiler rumor from Can We Get Some Toast. So according to this rumor, the Agatha show will address the MCU public learning about Westview, claiming Westview will be viewed by the world as an Avengers training exercise. I'm kind of confused as to what that means. Like they're going to lie and say that 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 like Scarlet Witch was just was a test for the Avengers. That's what they're saying.
1: This seems like yeah because it seems yes. like a callback to the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. When OG Rhodey said uh it was the, the the stuff that happened with the Iron Man suit and all the planes and all that stuff was a was a training a military mm-hmm. training exercise as a cover up for Iron Man. Yeah. Seems like this is a cover up for Scarlet Witch kind of not doing good things.
3: Great great PR for my girl. Let the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just started a twitter burner account called wanda's publicist
2: oh my gosh
1: (laughs) i'm ready uh all right and we got well a couple more things here real quick to wrap it up james gunn oh this is the one i'm excited about so whoever put this in here nobody claimed it thank you for letting me talk about it aaron (laughs) the goat mvp james gunn wants someone else to continue the guardians of the galaxy kevin brackets feige on brackets and i are on great terms Although a few characters aren't coming back, I'd love for Guardians of the Galaxy to continue with the current members. I trust Kevin to pick the right person for that. I love the Guardians characters. The legendary Star-Lord will return, so it said. Again, this is one of those th- things where it's confusing because we know so much about the next few years' slate, and it's hard to see where these characters could fit in, but... I would love to see the Guardians again. We got the team in in that credit scene with the new Guardians team. I think it's inevitable these characters at least pop up in other projects, if not outright have another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And I would say there will probably be another movie called Guardians of the Galaxy in some way within the next 10 years. I don't think that's too much of a stretch to to think that that's going to happen, unless Secret Wars is really the reboot that some people are claiming it to be. But I do think we will see Sean Gunn. We will see... Rocket, Groot, uh, Kragla, or Sean (laughs) Gunnar, you know, a couple of those people. Cosmo, I think we'll see them again. Nebula, I think Karen Gillan is down to keep playing this role, and I really appreciate that she is. I think Drax and Gamora probably are done. I definitely think Drax and Dave Batista are done. Zoe Saldana, I could see maybe coming back, because she hasn't been as adamant about being done as Dave Batista, but I think we'll see these characters again for sure, and I do think it's not uh, impossible to imagine a guardians four of some sort within the decade.
2: I, I agree, but I'm also the same way that we were talking about, like, do we need a Thor five in the immediate future? I almost don't need a guardians four in the immediate future. And Mm -hmm. I say that as a very strong guardians fan. Like I think the way that volume three culminated, I'm, like very happy to just let that lie i i know inevitably in this larger universe characters are going to show up whenever we do marvel cosmic stuff and i'm sure we'll probably see the new team in secret wars in some capacity but i i don't need a proper solo movie and if we if we get one in like the post secret wars landscape i just want it to be full marvel cosmic like you just get all of the characters that we didn't get to have in the first three movies and maybe you don't call it guardians but you still include them in some way
1: I just think they they they've put Guardians in the parks. They've done everything. I don't think it's an IP they're going to let sleep for too long. That's true. I'm fine
3: with Aaron ahead.
4: ahead. Oh, I was going to say if if you're going by my guiding principle of like Iger's going to be like this is the stuff that made money. Make more of the stuff that made money. There is going to be a Guardians before Secret Secret Wars. If you move it back any, there is absolutely going to come on
3: before. Is that what he said? Huh?
4: Yeah. Like I'm just I just imagine that. He pointed it. He's pointed it out in every one of the investor calls since it came out. Like, and Brandon said, it's in all the parks and stuff. Like, Tons of Rewind it and and uh, Tower of Terror, like the drop thing. You know, they're both like really popular. The kids still love it. Like, I,
1: I, I, can't imagine I could here. be way off the mark here, but I'm going to pose this as a question rather than a statement. Is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three the highest grossing Disney owned movie since Avatar Two?
2: I think so.
4: Ooh, um, that, Jesus, how yeah. much did Wakanda Forever make? Um, well,
2: but that, that was technically Avatar was after Wakanda just oh, by like right. a month yeah. or so. Yeah, I would. Year I Disney would say movie. so.
1: Because it made like eight hundred fifty million dollars, right?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't think anything else has come even close to that for Disney. No. Elemental had good legs, but it didn't have that. Wish not doing that. Guard, no. uh, Marvels and Ant Man, no.
2: I think you're right. Because even like Little Mermaid, I think was close, but it still was off by enough yeah. money to I'm going. Gonna, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, so, Gar- yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the fourth highest grossing movie this year. And Avatar came out at the end of last uh-huh. year. So, yeah. yes. Uh, the three, the Barbie, Super Mario, and Oppenheimer are the three. So, yeah, it's definitely Guardians.
1: Man, isn't that crazy? Look, yeah. Isn't that crazy though? A the point the point I was trying to make was that the dollar speaks, like I said at the beginning of this show, I think it comes down to what's gonna get them the most dollars and Guardians clearly a very marketable IP still. Is it the same without James Gunn in that cast? I don't think so. And I think we're learning that, but we'll see. But anyway, uh I actually I forgot my oh, isn't it crazy <laughs> that they all of a sudden you you look at those top movies from twenty ten to twenty nineteen. I feel like the top ones were a lot more Marvel filled and now the top three, you got a video game, you got a toy and a, and a, a biopic of sorts.
3: Oppenheimer making more money than guardians three is insane. It like is. that is, that is, I think one of the wildest thing that happened this year. And I think that Nolan needs to thank Barbie again and again for the rest <laughs> of yes, his life. A thousand percent. <laughs> like if it, that like Oppenheimer is a great film but there's no way it would have no. made more money than Guardians without the Barbenheimer phenomenon there's just no way absolutely yeah,
4: definitely. I, definitely all in the game has a good point here in the comments from YouTube where it's like it's the one of the movies that got a full release in China
1: oh, none of the yeah. 2022
4: ones did at the same time and I'm like oh yeah. that's a good point that's true that's true that's a factor uh
1: bring on nova that's your next billion dollar character (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know i I guess i i was gonna say something about nova i think i have to wait i think i'm not allowed to say that until like first week of january it's not like i don't know it's something that happened after an interview but the interview is embargoed so i think Mm. i have to wait it's not news i promise it's just a funny story about something that happened to me with somebody who probably knows something about nova i've Already said mm. too much, <laughs> even though it's really nothing, I can't emphasize that enough. It was just like a damn it, why didn't I get that information? <laughs> you heard uh, here
3: first. Brandon knows a really juicy secret, everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. I wish I, wish I had known <laughs> secrets. I have been cast. Uh, <laughs> right. well, Aaron, you want to wrap
4: this up with uh, uh yeah, one? a weird, weird Aaron's Neato Nugget of the Week presented by nobody. Um. <laughs> So over at Wikipedia, pointed out by Depths of Wikipedia, Annie Annie Rao is a treasure. She runs this account on Twitter. She points out that the Ship of Theseus, uh, WandaVision fans will remember, article has been edited 1,792 times since it was created in the July of 2003. So at present, 0% of the phrases in the original article remain. And it's still the Ship of Theseus. And the WandaVision fans had as much fun on Twitter with it as you could imagine. Because I'm like, dang, WandaVision's still out here. Just hanging out somewhere.
2: I retweeted that tweet because I was like, that is just such a lovely little piece of internet ephemera. But yeah, I'm glad we're talking about it on here because it's just so poetic. It's so good.
4: (laughs) Jamie's just smiling. Look at her.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I also like, just like the of ephemera. is a good
3: word. It's pleasing to my ears.
1: We need to get a graphic for Aaron's needle Nugget of the Week,
3: <laughs> presented by Nobody. Having <laughs> that at the by Nobody, <laughs> not <laughs> to be confused like a with the movie nugget?
4: Nobody. Huh? Oh, it's a chicken nugget. Yeah, yeah. I want
3: Aaron's face in a chicken nugget. <laughs> 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 you
1: me. Don't Elliot, Elliot,
4: uh, Elliot, if you're out there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> y'all.
1: Well, that is our show for this Wednesday. Thank you so much for spending your Wednesday morning, afternoon, early, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are in the world. Aaron, you got any last words for today's show?
4: Well, today's been wonderful. Uh, it's at some link on Twitter. Um, I guess I will. can plug, go listen to Ryan Gosling's I'm Just Kin, <laughs> Barbie's Christmas edition that dropped during the show, apparently. Um, I- I'm excited. I- I'm excited to go listen to that. Sorry for in the correct. performance.
3: Oh, I, I oh, want to God. bring up the fact that um, that my version of Lego Avengers Tower was released this week. We are getting <laughs> Lego Cullen House from Twilight. I don't even buy Legos, but I'm going to have that one.
2: <laughs> Jenna Andrews. me. I'm glad I'm not the only one on this panel who's going to buy that because I'm totally buying that. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad though, because like people looked at like what it what like lost to it and it was like Godzilla and Iron Giant and all these other things. But I'm like, no, 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 the Twilight Girlies need this. Like I'm so glad we have it. Um it's at Hayes Gentilin on social media and go read some comics and go read our golden issues articles. I'll plug them again. Uh we've like the the staff has done some really, really great work in putting all of those together and they're still publishing from now until Friday. So just check them all out. You won't be disappointed.
1: All right, y'all. That is our show. I'm going to head into my kitchen and put my phase zero friendship bracelet on that came in the mail because Jenna is an absolute legend. Uh, we we love you guys. I love this show. It's the end of the year. At that time, we all start feeling nostalgic and in the feels. Woo! Uh, thank you for riding with us. Hit me up at Brandon Davis. If you want to talk more, subscribe to our show. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube above all else because we got lots of cool stuff coming, especially in 2024. Uh, play our show for your mom. Play it for your dog. Anything to get if you, leave a five-star review. And we will see you on Friday for a look back at our anticipation rankings and how they compared to how we actually enjoyed projects this year. See you there.